So, Sierra, go ahead and ask your question because I am curious as to what it is. Juicy. Oh, wonderful. Loaded. Even better. I think all your listeners would love to know. Oh, no. When are you going to propose? That's seriously your question? (laughs) That is seriously? I thought it was going to be better than that. I've always told you within the next six years. Nope. Let's get your real answer. (laughs) I can't tell you. That'd be illegal. (laughs) There's no law against it. (laughs) There should be. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to Q&A Friday, where me and maybe a guest answer your questions. If you have a question you want answered on this podcast, email roughnextpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody, and thanks for coming and listening to another Q&A Friday episode where we answer questions from you, the fans. Before we get into your questions, I want to let you guys know how you can support the podcast. I, I get this question a lot, and the best way is to fly the old flag. Now, this isn't a literal flag, even though those are available. I'm talking about shirts, cups, and more. You can head over to roughneckspodcast.com, grab yourself some Roughnecks gear, and show some support for the podcast. Use the promo code BOWL for 10% off your order. But let's dive in to your questions. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. This <clears throat> this is episode number 190, which makes this Q&A number 11. Don't forget that the college and NFL shirts are live on the website. If you do not see your team, then just shoot me a message on Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast or email us at info at roughneckspodcast.com and we will get your shirt made. Give me a couple days and I'll get it on the website available for you to purchase. While you're at the uh, while you're on the website, also be sure to subscribe to the newsletter so you can stay up to date with all the things that are to come. There is a new announcement coming and the dogs are already already getting in the way of this one. This is great. As long as you lay down you can stay bud. Oh, he's, he wants to talk into the microphone. <laughs> we are doing a prize for people who enter questions for Q&A Friday. You can enter your question. First off, how Q&A Friday works is me and a guest will sit here and answer questions from you. These questions can be about anything and everything. We got some good ones in the queue today. But you can enter your questions by sometimes we have it on Instagram with the question box where you can enter them there in the story. Other times, the easiest way to enter them is to send them over to roughnecks at podcast, roughnecks at podcast.com, roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. Send them over in every single Q&A. If you enter a question, you are automatically entered into a drawing, which will be done live on this episode for some type of prize. We have not decided what the prize is yet, but we will be sure to let you know on uh, social media. But joining me today. For Q&A Friday number 11 is a returning guest and someone who happens to deal with me regularly. I struggled with this word the past like four episodes. Often. Huh? Yeah, I talk loud. I actually talk into the microphones the way it's supposed to be done. Sierra, welcome to the podcast. You're screaming. Do you have your mic the right way? Nope. There you go. Sorry, the dog's ruined it all. 
Yeah, if you can see the words, the words is the front, usually. Uh, take the cover off. Whoa. What just happened? Anyway, welcome to Q&A Friday, number 11. Talking to you. Thank you for having <laughs> me again. You ready to get into these questions? Yep. You're not going to like them. Okay. I'm just kidding. We have questions, and the first question is food combination. What is the weirdest food combination that you enjoy? I'll start this one off, and you give me crap for it. <laughs> and I don't do it all the time, but it is mac and cheese and ketchup. Oh, I thought you were going to say ranch and pork chops. That's also not weird. I've never had that in my life. Yeah. Or ever seen anyone else do it but you. No, I've seen a lot of people do it. More than the mac and cheese thing. I mean, eh, no, 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 no. I'll say more ketchup and mac and cheese than ranch on pork chops. I don't remember if you find this weird or not. I mean, I don't really do a bunch of weird combinations, but I do my like mac and cheese with my baked beans on top. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily weird. I haven't really seen a whole lot of people do that, but it is like, like I've seen a lot of people like when they're side by side on their plate, like they scoop them at the same time. Oh no, I I put them right on top of the mac and cheese. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we didn't really have any weird combinations. Even despite you think mine's weird, but it's not. <laughs> no comment. All right. Cool. Tattoo. If you had to get a tattoo right now, what would it be? And where? Well, you know, I've been wanting to get that half sleeve with the wolf on it. Yeah. That's what I get. Left arm or right arm, it matters. For me, I'd probably do left. It, that's the better arm. I don't know why, but sleeves look better on left arms compared to right arms. Yeah, I feel like it would look weird on my right arm. Yeah, it just doesn't look right. But. Can I guess yours? Yeah. One of your Zach Bryan tattoos that you've been looking at. I, well, so <laughs> it, yeah, it's kind of a toss up. It's that Zach Bryan, like the bull with the traveling man uh, logo or cover art include in it. But also, it's just kind of like the bull in general because of the podcast mainly. But I've, I've wanted, I don't know if I'd get like my bull exactly or because it's very basic or if I'd get kind of like the Zach Bryan in that tattoo, that type of bull. And I don't know where I'd get it, though. That's my biggest issue. That's why I have yet to pull the trigger on it. You should get RP on your butt. No. No, I will not. <laughs> How many tattoos do you have? Seven or eight. It's <laughs> a problem when you don't know how many you have. <laughs> Pointing and counting. Yep, this is how this works. Seven. You have seven and I have three. Where was the most painful? That was a different question that we have answered on Q&A Friday with Jake and Dante. Where was, like, which one was the most painful? Uh, probably the one on my, small one on my hip. I could see that. The, the forearm one didn't hurt? Not at all. Huh. I feel like, like, was it on the bone a whole lot or was it mainly just in like muscle mainly muscle but i mean there's a small area kind of more close 
stop <laughs> closer to the elbow, but still didn't really hurt. Yeah, mine. Once you get in towards like the armpit on the one on my arm, that was when I really felt it. Other than that, they weren't too bad. The shading, well, just the time it took to do the shoulders was the painful part. Just because, but eventually you just kind of go numb, so it just kind of goes like away. The one on my back with the collar, the shading. Mm-hmm. And I've always heard that color shading hurts more than like regular black or gray. I guess not really. I have a pretty high pain tolerance, so. So you say. I do. Whatever. Work type. Do you prefer to work alone or with a team? What do you think my answer is? Alone. Yes. You do prefer, you just prefer to be alone in general. I mean, not all the time, but I don't know, I just feel like. I can make sure I stay focused, can't make sure everyone else stays focused, and does their part efficient or not efficiently, but there's not 100%. I think there's a point of, like, too big of a team in general. So, mm-hmm. like, I think, like, five max is, like, a, a, a group that you can keep on task for the most for the most part. You're going to get off task, but I feel like if you go past five, that's when things start to really kind of separate themselves per se yeah and unless and even with the five i feel like not everyone's going to work at the same exact level mm-hmm. i mean look at college group projects yeah. i mean half the time if you'd ha- you you know work on a, outside of class and you'd have people that would never even show up to like the meetings that you'd put together or whatever I mean, I was, I may have been a part of that a couple times, but they always try to schedule them during football practice. And I'm like, I can't come at four o'clock like that. I just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And at least, like my job right now, like I actually kind of do both. Like we have a team like in the office, you know, split things up that way everything's covered, but I've got my own area of the County, my own patients. I go see the patients on my own. So I have a little bit of both, but primarily I'm responsible for my work. And, you know, that's kind of how it is with us, too, because like that's what I was going to say. I kind of like both. If I had to pick one, I'd probably say alone. Like I don't always like working alone, per se, but if I had to pick one, it would be alone. But that's how it is at work, too. Like sometimes you're working together. Sometimes I'm off doing whatever Brent's doing what. Like and sometimes even when you're on a like working as a team, you get split up and like yes, you may all through like all your whole group may be there doing one thing, but you're doing something completely different than the other person than the other person. It's like you're doing three different things. Um, I pers- I I kind of like that aspect of working in a group. Like don't get me wrong, you still need people at times for oh, yeah. for in, any type of work or project, whatever type it is, but or whatever it is, but. You, I, I kind of like the team aspect of, but also being able to work alone inside of that team. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist. Yes, you are. <laughs> but I have a certain standard that I hold myself to for my work, and you can't always expect every single person you work with to have that same standard. So that's part of why I like working alone. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yep, there's the dog dropping the bone again. That I've never met a dog, never seen a dog in my entire life that 
when he drops, if you give this dog a bone, he loves his bones, but if he drops it, I think the whole neighborhood knows because he drops it from his mouth straight down on the hardwood and it is loud. Or down the stairs. He's done that before too. Celebrity crush. Who was your first celebrity crush? Mine, and this is very cliche that I can think of, like the first like one, and I don't think this anymore, but it was Megan Fox because of like Transformers. Very cliche. Yeah, I mean, like that was everybody's. So I feel like that was probably mine. I'm going to guess yours. What do they say? White boy basic? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. I've never had one. Like, I don't remember any other ones from like when I was a kid. Jennifer Aniston. That's another one of those. That's yeah. Everybody's. Yours was Justin Bieber. <laughs> I don't know. I just took a guess. You clearly don't know me at all. I'll no. give you one more. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm going to be pissed because I'm going to know it. Tim McGraw. Yeah, duh. I knew that. Quit texting. We're recording a podcast. It's about the recording after this recording. The recording that comes My out the day before recording. this one. Well, you're going too fast through the questions. We're going to run out of questions. They're, pre- they're pretty straightforward. We're only 12. No, me and Dante can take a chicken versus tiger question and make it 30 minutes. Then have Dante on here. <laughs> well, Dante's coming on later. All right. Oh, I need you to answer the chicken versus tiger question on air. You already had me. Oh, not on air, no. You just asked me. My thought- this is a very favorite. valid question. This question what is will a get chicken? Would you rather fight tiger. one tiger-sized chicken or ten, tiger, ten chicken-sized tigers? I said... 10 chicken-sized tigers because I could punt them. It would be yes. easier. That, that is... A lot easier to manage. Yeah, I mean, and trying to fight a 600-pound chicken would not be fun. Yeah, you just take a baseball bat and you be You'd be that chicken's off. egg. Yeah, there'd be no point. Money. Something me and you have none of. I have some. <laughs> I have a tiny bit. <laughs> How much money is enough money? I really like this question. Thanks, Reno. Reno always comes up with a good He was also the chicken versus tiger. Um, I mean, this could be a cliche. Enough money for me is enough to be comfortable where I don't need anything fancy as long as I get a decent car, gets me from point A to point B, a roof over, you know, bills are paid comfortably, don't have to worry about being able to pay next month's bills but having enough to have the bills paid but have enough to be comfortable enough to like if something were to pop up like car breaks down or you know something happens i don't have to worry and be like how am i going to afford this okay let me ask you this though because i agree with you but i'm just going to throw this at you what is comfortable because that does that vary from person to person it could I mean, I don't know how to exactly give it a monetary value. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's a certain amount of money that is enough money. Because also, you also have to throw in the fact that prices change on things. So, Mm -hmm. lifestyles change. Like, I mean, 
prices of things now compared to what they were when I was in college. Like I used to be able to drive back and forth to college and not have to worry about paying an arm and a leg and gas. I'm glad I'm not in college now because I mean, I'd go through fuel like crazy and I'd be paying. I mean, it used to cost me like 30 bucks. Now it costs me 60 plus. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's a a set amount of money that is enough, but I I agree with you. It's more of a comfort thing. And I think it depends on the person, but I think every, most people kind of had the same outlook of as long as I'm able to stay fed, you know, drive, keep the roof over my head, keep the heat on, keep the lights on. That's good. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't want to just exactly say it's paycheck to paycheck because that's not what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. What I'm saying is more of you have enough money to do what you want, but not like useless fun per se like just wasting money of type of things like you want to have i like to be able to have the money to go on a trip just because i want Mm -hmm. to and not have to say no to it because of the fact that we don't we don't have the money for it so like that's my aspect of it is just being able to be comfortable but comfortable enough that it's not paycheck to paycheck you still have spending money which I don't know how much is the correct amount of spending money. I'm not a financial advisor because if I was your financial advisor, good Lord, we'd be screwed. But I don't know what the correct amount of, what do you, what do you think? Do you have a rough idea of what the correct amount of spending money should be? And you don't have to give an exact dollar amount, but. Uh, when I was in the process of buying my house, my uh, like lender, like one of the, I guess, rules thumb or what whatever they say is to have at least like try and get your savings up to about six months of income that way you just you have that in case you know you need a new roof that's not cheap you need new water heater or ac unit for example when we thought we're going to get a new one of those <laughs> and the they always say to try and work on saving up have six months of income in a savings account you know six months worth and you'll be plenty comfortable okay but then like how i'm going to take that even a step further how do you go about saving that money like what do you think is the best way to like is there an x amount brooks is turning the echo on when he's (laughs) over here is there an x amount of money that you should be taking out of each paycheck or you know percentage based or whatever i think this, this is entirely up to you about how fast or you know how long you want to save up to get to the six months everyone's i think living situation mm-hmm. is different so it depends on that like are you comfortable enough or make enough money where you can put back you know a few hundred each paycheck or can you only do 20 bucks at a time or is this paycheck bigger did you get a bonus put that bonus back i think just everyone's income and living situation is a little bit different and how faster you know how slow they're able to save that up yeah i mean what i'm personally doing right now is like i'm only saving 10 bucks at a time i could do more definitely but i i'm like i'll, I'll just do 10 bucks uh, a paycheck or 20 bucks a paycheck and then like that's like you said if you get extra money or like if i have cash or whatever instead of spending that cash on gas station like i like to do why not just put it in the savings account? And like the hardest thing to do, I feel, but it, one of the best things to do is if you have a savings account, do not touch it unless you absolutely have to. Like, w- especially when you're young, yeah. when you're young, 
But when you get older, I understand circumstantial. But when you're young, try not to touch that savings account as much as possible because, like, and I think it's a very good idea to break down how much you're paying in bills a month, how much you're making a month, and kind of tell yourself, hey, I have X amount of money this to or this month to spend free money like free money as in like entertainment whatever you please like whatever you Mm want to spend it on but don't also get yourself so caught up in trying to pinch like save every single penny that you don't live your life yeah i mean we only have this one life there's no point in only going through the motions and you think you you need to have those experiences and memories as well um but for saving and stuff you need to not have the mentality that, oh, I can just pull some out of my savings. I've, I mean, I've, you see on TikTok, Facebook, you know, people do the envelope thing where they write, you know, one through a hundred on envelope. They pull one out each day or each paycheck and whatever one they pull out is how much money from that paycheck they have to put in. And I mean, there's some where depending, you know, if you do it every day or every paycheck, you can save up to, I think, what was it? roughly 3000 don't quote me on that or you know a good amount of money in that time period um i mean that's an idea to do or budget do a budget planner mm-hmm. i mean it might feel tedious writing every little thing down that you purchase but then you can look back on it and be like okay what are some of these costs i can cut out and then you can see like sometimes it helps people see on paper like and this month that wow i spent this much on getting a $3 coffee every day or $5 mm-hmm. coffee every day. If I cut that out, if you could just cut it I in get half, this, I get X amount of money more, you know, each month. Yeah. That, that's so. the, the, like writing them down and we, you don't, I don't think you have to do it constantly, but if you do it for like a month or two where you write down, like you literally track every single expense, which a lot of bank, you can get on your bank, uh, website, and a lot of them have like a tracking spender of like, hey, you mm-hmm. spent this much on food, this much on um, gas, this much on whatever. It kind of breaks it down for you. But when you, it, I recommend looking at those because, like you said, you realize you maybe you start to realize like, man, I spent you know X amount on food this month. Like, holy crap! Like fast food, Red Bull, Monster. I I went back to the monsters because they're cheaper. All right, I'm getting somewhere, and I've been making coffee more. All right. Get off my back. So that's like, you know, I would stop and get a coffee. Not every day, but a few times out of the week, like going out seeing patients and stuff. But it adds up. So, you know, I went and got stuff at the, when we were at the grocery coffee. Took it to the office because we got a coffee machine there. I'm just, just trying to start making one there in the morning versus stopping and getting one. And Yeah, and like that's a, that goes. not ever saying like you can't ever stop oh, and get no. a coffee. It's just maybe if you cut that six times a week down to three mm-hmm. or even down to four there's x amount of money that you saved right mm-hmm. there i mean how much is a coffee at starbucks usually uh, starbucks anywhere from five to seven dollars so i mean oh. if you cut two days out of that that's 10 bucks and people are like well 10 bucks isn't really that much okay 10 bucks over the course of a month is 50 bucks over the course of a year you're up to a lot of money yeah and so you can save a lot of money if you just cut those types of things out and i I, one of the best piece of advice that i've ever got and it is like it's super simple 
but it is true and it's like you can't save a hundred dollars till you save ten you can't save ten dollars till you save five you can't save five dollars till you save one so even like everybody wants to start with a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars like oh i don't have it so like what's the point but you're not going to be able to save anything unless you just start with a dollar like you can literally start as low as if, if you don't have a savings account and or you don't have very much money in your savings account you're not like putting money into it you can start with a dollar a paycheck until you kind of figure something out now is it going to grow as fast absolutely not but you're still starting to save and i think once you start to see that little bit of growth it, it may be like oh all right, I'm going to bump this up to 10. Oh, I'm going to bump this up to 20. And then all of a sudden, over the course of a year, two years, three years, you you can accumulate a lot of money in your savings that will just help you in your future. And a lot of this advice I feel like that we're talking about is more for like younger people, mm-hmm. like our age in their 20s, when you're still trying to figure a lot of stuff out. But also, like we, it's typical for a lot of people our age not to have a giant savings. And I think that isn't this shouldn't be that way because if we if you just started with a dollar or two, you would have been a lot better off. Like me included, I wish I'd have started saving like one dollar a week in high school or something. And one of the things my grandpa did, which I kind of started doing, was the uh, he didn't spend his one dollar bills. He always put those in the safe, and then eventually or eventually took them to the bank, even though he didn't believe in banks because. He was part of the uh, bank shutdown and everything, so there was there's money. There was money stashed all over their house, like you could find cash laying everywhere. But it, it, you just don't spend your one dollar bills. And I know people that have taken it to where I don't spend my ones and fives. Now cash isn't as relevant anymore, but if you do have cash, if you take that, there's an extra like five, ten, even one dollar that you can save. Yeah, even going lower than saving a dollar change i feel like a lot of people just you know gets dropped down their bag or their purse or they toss it they don't or gets thrown in their like you know in their car and their console or something and it's you save that up that starts to add up take it get you know switch over to cash and you know it's just one of those things where it's like oh it's just change i don't think people realize a roll of quarters is ten dollars like if you just have a roll of quarters, you have ten bucks right there, and you can take that into any of your banks and give that. Like you can either deposit it directly into an account or get straight cash for it. And there's even like was some WalMarts or Kroger's where they have that mm-hmm. machine where you just dump your change into it and it counts you. it all for you, and then you get your cash out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it changes one of the things. Everybody has it laying around. Mm-hmm. It's in your couch. It's in your wallet, or it's or it's in your purse. It's in your just random nooks and crannies everywhere like you can find change that's one of the i think too if you take your change and put it towards your savings account that's a good thing to do as well we should probably start doing some of these things yeah we probably should (laughs) i got change that i need to take in i don't have a ton i need to recount some of it a lot more quarters and stuff in my car yeah we're gonna count our changes this weekend and take it to the bank What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you guys for listening to today's episode, but I wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about the best phone holder in golf. I am not lying when I tell you that these things are awesome. I I got myself 
uh, regular one that I ended up giving to Reno. I now have the Patriot Aid phone caddy from Desert Fox Golf, and I could not be happier. It straps right on the golf cart, holds my phone in the perfect location while I use my golf app. That is just going to tell me that I'm about to shank my next ball, but it is what it is. Uh, you guys can go check these out by going over to DesertFoxGolf.com and use the promo code Roughnecks for 10% off your order. Let's get back to your questions. Your theme song. Thank you, Reno. What song would play if it played every single time you walked into a room? Well, for <laughs> as long as I can remember, every time I usually do walk into a room or tell someone my name, they start singing one, two step by Sierra, <laughs> the intro. Even though it's not spelled the same way. No. <laughs> but so that would be your theme song? Or is yeah, that just like, like you giving things on me? <laughs> uh, what would mine be? Let me guess. It's gonna be a Zach Bryan song. There's no Zach Bryan songs that I feel like like explain me or make sense for me. Should have been a cowboy. <laughs> That's Toby Keith, but yeah. I know it's not. <laughs> Who's moving off? You already said Zach Bryan didn't fit you, so <laughs> the dogs are getting very jealous that we are recording a podcast right now. And well, Dunn's very jealous because Brooks is up on the couch laying between us, but he's just laying peacefully. Dunn, get off my microphone. Um, my theme song would probably be. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come back to this later, probably, because I have absolutely no idea. All right, we are starting something new on this podcast or on this these Q&A episodes where me and a guest are going to throw a question at each other. <laughs> and I'm starting this perfectly with Sierra. I'm not looking for... I told her about this the other night, and she was like, oh, I already got mine. You want to know what it is? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, I'm excited to see... I want to see your response. So, Sierra, go ahead and ask your question because I am curious as to what it is. Juicy. Oh, wonderful. Loaded. Even better. I think all your listeners would love to know. Oh, no. When are you going to propose? That's seriously your question? (laughs) (laughs) That is seriously? I thought it was going to be better than that. I've always told you within the next six years. Nope. Let's convert your real answer. (laughs) I can't tell you. That'd be illegal. (laughs) There's no law against it. (laughs) There should be. Brooks. (laughs) He's dead. Done. Lay down, Bubba. Um, I can't tell you. You're not going to get an answer to that. I don't have to answer every question on this. You're letting your listeners down. I thought that was No, I think I'm just letting... I thought you had to answer. That was a rule. That is not a rule. When has that ever been I'm going to go back to your episodes. Okay, go for it. I'm listening. I can't give you that answer, so you just wasted a question. My question for you is, where do you see yourself in the next five years? It's really your surprise question. That is my surprise question. It's better than yours. At least you can give an answer. Not really. It's not that juicy of a question. Um, I feel like I've already answered this on one of the past Q&As here, but... I feel like this was a question you asked. Maybe. Uh, you know, 
No, I don't know. That's hard. Until you know. Because you never know. I mean, I switched to this new job and made the decision and applied within a week of making the decision or even thinking about it. So I'm kind of more of a go with the flow. But hopefully some goals. I can give you some goals. Hopefully I'll have an Etsy shop up and running and doing well. Sponsored by the Roughneck. No, it would sponsor the Roughnecks podcast. Anyway, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, the deal's already been made. Sorry. I signed for you. Well, I'm working on my second certification right now. So that's already in the works. I already got my wound care certification, which is something I've wanted to work on the last couple of years and finally got to do it. Um, I mean, I really like this job. So I could see myself still being here, just hopefully with a lot more. I want to say opportunities within the job and be involved in a lot more aspects of the community with it. Hopefully come up with some things to help out patients and other than that, uh, oh, and hopefully in a new house. Yeah, that is definitely a goal in the next five years as long as prices find come down. Find our first house on land. That's probably one of the biggest goals. I don't know what these dogs think that they're doing right now. Please take a picture of this so I can post it. Trying to sleep. That will be on the uh, Instagram for you guys to check out. <laughs> oh, sorry, Brooks. Did we wake you up? I guess our dog's name are Brooks and Dunn. Get over it. And we got two cats, <laughs> Hank and Waylon. <laughs> if you can't figure out the theme, you need to uh, look up some people. Another tiger question. Rena, what are you doing? To kill a tiger, how many chickens would be required? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the real question. Is this a normal-sized tiger and normal-sized chickens? Is that the question? Yes, cool. Okay. You know, I think it would be a lot. I know, because, like, what do, what, how can a chicken kill you? You'd have to have a lot. Just pecking you to death? Pecking your eyes out and crap? Feel like you need a few roosters in there. Well, the roosters are nasty. Yeah, I'd say it would take over. A, I would say minimum fifty. That's what I was just about minimum. to say. I'd say you need to leave, like it has to be able to completely swarm that thing because all that tiger has to do is bite down, yeah, gently on one of those chickens, and that that chicken's done. I'd, I'd say, say minimum like, fifty because I feel like at least twenty five are going to have to sacrifice. <laughs> I'd say probably closer to 100 yeah. would be the correct answer. I, I wonder if this is. Let us know your answer, Reno. Yeah. Reno never answers the questions unless I ask them. How many chickens does it take to kill an elephant? I'm curious about that one. It takes 2,200 chickens to kill an elephant. Kill a lion close enough. Okay. Apparently it's more. Oh my god. No, this is so <laughs> dumb. It, apparently, if you look up how many chickens will kill a lion, the answer is just one. If a chicken or if a lion tries to swallow it whole, it will get stuck in its throat and the lion suffocates and dies. I don't think it yeah, I don't think that's how it works. 
Oh, the Greeks also believed that lions were afraid of roosters. All right. You're not the only one, uh, lions, because roosters, I'm not a big fan of. I'm not afraid of them, but I'm not afraid to take a swing at one. Um, so, yeah, I'd say at least 100. You're, you're at least 50? Minimum, like bare minimum. A bare minimum, like if you went all the way down as low as you could go, it'd be 50? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Job. What job do you never want to work at? I don't think I could do fast food. Why not? I think it'd ruin fast food for me. <laughs> I couldn't work at my favorite fast food place. Yeah, like if I worked at Taco Bell, I would probably never eat it again. But I just love Taco Bell so damn much. And you just have so many rude people. Yeah, but you have that in any job, right? You got rude customers. Yeah, I mean... I shouldn't talk about that on here. Not every job has rude people because some people don't deal with people. True. But I... I, I got rude people in healthcare. But I feel like you will get more in fast food than most. It's just entitled people that think they're... Uh, we live in this this world that everybody needs everything now and if you take longer what don't get me wrong i'm one that gets frustrated where i'm like why is it taking so long to make one chicken 12 chicken sandwiches but i don't know i i think fast food would be the one that i don't think i could seem ever see myself working at but a lot of that now is just not enough staff because no one wants to freaking work because they get paid more on unemployment you know, if you're five foot three and you're three hundred pounds, Texas ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Yeah, it's a good song, great song. That's what job song. would you never want to work at? Hmm. I just don't think I'd ever want to do any kind of like business where I have to sit in an office all day long. That would just get really boring to me. That's fair. I. I don't know. I feel like I could do it. I'd definitely get bored with an office job, but I feel like I could do it. You would I, You would hate me. Probably. Because I get all of my energy out at work. I do sometimes now. <laughs> and then I come home. <laughs> if I had an office job and, you know, just sat at a chair in a chair all day and then came home, I'd have all of my energy and you would just love it. I would. You'd be getting stuff done. <laughs> That's false. I'd be so annoying. The dogs would love it because yeah. they'd, uh, I don't know, the looks of them right now. <laughs> they don't need energy. Yeah, but it could also be pretty draining on your energy to do a job. I've heard that as well. Bored and don't enjoy. and Just like you have no motivation because yeah. like you've just been sitting around all day. That would be tough. Because I, like, I don't, the only time I sit really is when I'm driving. Which some days is a lot, but most days it's not. I mean, heck, I got a whole 8,000 steps today, but I was driving most of the day. So yesterday I was at like 15,000. I also probably couldn't do like, I wouldn't necessarily want to do where you did the trash company. You know, I just. It's not that bad. How did you do it? I did trash at National Trails Racetrack for a long time Hmm. where I'd go around on a flatbed 
pick up all the dumpsters, throw them on the truck, and then take them back and dump them in a big dumpster. It doesn't get repetitive and old? No, because I was 14 driving a truck around. I'm just talking about it in general. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't too bad. Um, but, okay, that's one day compared to every day for however long you no, I did there. it. I did it for like a year. Not like consistently mm-hmm. every day, but I did it like every weekend. Um, yeah, that would be tough though. Like to do it. I don't know. I feel like those trash guys don't, and I don't, I feel like they're underpaid. Oh, sure. There's a lot. What I think, what do you think is one of the, Never mind. I already know your answer to this. We're just going to go on to the last question. (laughs) (laughs) Secret talent. What is your secret talent? I don't, know if I, have one. I don't know if yours is necessarily a secret, but you can kind of call it a secret talent. What? Your artistic ability. I don't have that. You do. <laughs> I'm going to start posting your stuff. No. <laughs> You're no. going to start selling no. it. <laughs> You're going to start selling it, so people are going to know anyway. Only certain things. That's true. I'm still so. mad you threw away some paintings. <laughs> You hid them from me, too, in the trash. They <laughs> <laughs> know how you are. They're digging them out. Because they're good. No. They're in the trash for a reason. Whatever. What is your secret talent? I don't know if I have one. Oh, uh, that I can tear three ACLs? I don't think that's a talent. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like it to me. My secret talent. Oh man. I guess I should have thought even have one. I uh, know, I guess I should have thought of this. My secret talent would probably have to be I can memorize books. Alright. First page of the Goggins book, go. My name is Mike Ross. You just got lit up. <laughs> if you guys have not watched Suits, you need to watch Suits. It's a very good show. We're only, what, two seasons through pretty much? Not even. We're almost done with season three. Oh, three seasons <laughs> through almost. You may watch it too much. Um, I don't know what my secret talent is. Gardening? I don't know. We're boring. We are boring. We're, we're vanilla. <laughs> I don't have... Like, I can't play guitar. You're learning. Computers? I'm fairly, I don't know, that's just so basic. I have nothing. I can sing. Okay, no, I can't. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. This is a great question for us. Anyone wants to submit videos to email roughnextpodcast at gmail.com of your secret hidden talents be cool to see what story does your family always tell about you (laughs) oh lord this is gonna be a good one uh very young keep this in mind very young little and my mom asked if I want to go down to the little store. She's going down. And I'm like, no. Well, then apparently I got very upset after she left. And I decided I wanted to go with her. 
I knew my dad would try to stop me. So instead, I thought, oh, let me just climb out this second story window. You know, I'll just kind of climb down the siding. Didn't work. Fell right down the sidewalk. No injuries, thank God. But my dad didn't know until he came out to the garage to grab a beer and saw me laying on the sidewalk trying to quietly cry. Uh, why am I not surprised one bit? Oh, daredevil. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, family, what story have you heard from my family? I don't feel like there's any that my family like always tells about me. They don't... Hmm. They don't really talk about me. You're not the favorite anymore? No, the grandkids are. I always used to be the favorite. It's bullshit. They prefer me over you now. Yeah, I know. That's also true. You gotta answer. I do not. I'll answer the next one. What languages do you speak? English? English. And I do know a little bit of German. I used to know more, but I uh, don't have to take the classes anymore. So I do know Du ist ein Scheißekopf mean huh and what does that mean you are a shithead my high school teacher said that to me one time and when she said it i was like i know what like three of those words mean so i'm pretty sure i know what the other one is and she goes yeah yeah that's what you're being right now and i was like okay <laughs> i'm gonna get back to work brooks <laughs> the dogs are ruining the episode if you can tell in the background but what dumb accomplishment are you proud of? Mine is the volleyball tournament. How is that a dumb accomplishment, though? Because, like, it was nothing crazy. But it was your... I don't view it as a giant accomplishment. Like, okay, maybe it's not dumb, but it's, like, not, like, my most proud accomplishment, per se. But... Well, to me... Okay, was... what dumb accomplishment are you proud, most proud of? Mine would be breaking my elbow and playing an entire game. I wish I could say finishing basketball on a torn ACL, but that led to more problems. So probably sixth grade, we had this, we had a whole sixth grade class tournament, ping pong tournament. And I won a little trophy. Do you still have it? I do. Of course. Where's that? It's, I think it's at my parents with all my other trophies oh. and medals from over the years. So you're a ping pong champion, huh? Pick your butt any day. We should get a ping pong table. Okay. I don't know where we'd put it, but... Hey, we got all that space now. <laughs> not really. Downstairs. Not a big enough for a ping pong table. Yeah, but you get the ones that fold up and slide out of the way. Right, but still, when we put it down, where would we even have room to play? Right there in the middle of the basement. It would work. <sighs> I will find one on market. No. No ping pong tables yet. You don't want to lose to me. I'm not saying I'll, I don't want to lose, or I, I'm not saying I lose. That's why I don't want to get it. What's an unpopular? What is an unpopular opinion that you have? Hmm. What's yours? What is yours? Um, that pickles are gross. That Ohio State football fans, this is only a po unpopular for like people around here. 
but Ohio State football fans are one of the most annoying fan bases in the country. You're part of that. As a whole, not everybody. <laughs> You're a part of that. I whole. am part of that, but I am not one of the annoying ones. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, no, you're not. You, I mean, you accept the losses and. Yeah. I don't think don't that Kyle McCord needs to be. I don't think we need to fire Ryan Day because he hasn't beat Michigan yet. They kept Harbaugh for freaking five years straight of losing to Ohio State, and then look what happens. You never know when it's going to turn around. It's based on the players, how they play that day, their performance, their, you know, it's not solely the coach. Yeah, exactly. What talent would you show off in a talent show? What? We've already uh, talked about we don't have talents. What's the last book you gave up on and stopped reading? I've never stopped reading a book. Really? Yeah. Speaking of books, remind me to tell you something after the podcast. Um, the last book I gave up on was called Guns, Crime, and Freedom, which I thought I would really like, but it was really old, so some of the things were really hard to, they didn't relate as much today, because mm. so, especially with how the world has changed in terms of guns, crime, and freedom, because um, this book was from like the 1970s, 80s maybe, so it was definitely older and outdated, and I just, I finally was like i i got like halfway through it and i was kind of forcing myself after like the first quarter of the book mm -hmm. to keep reading but i don't really give up reading i started reading again recently i saw your book down here this morning. i read it yesterday back to the david goggins book i still have yet to finish it but i'm i've got like three chapters left so and then next book is going to be 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? All I want to do is quote like Russ when he got asked this. Did you ever have you ever seen that? Mm -mm. You know you know who Russ is, don't you? Yeah. Um He was on a podcast and it was somebody asked him they asked him like what is the best piece of advice you ever received and he said what if it could turn out better than you ever imagined? And then they said, "What was the worst piece? What was the worst piece of advice you ever received?" And he said, "Be realistic." I was like, "Well, damn, okay." The best piece of advice you have ever received. What is it, Sierra? Failure is not final. Oh, back to the title of your uh, your episode. Yeah, that's Ma just a hard thing, I think, for some people to cope with and you know they just want to succeed in everything which is a good goal to have but it's not and realistic deal. first try especially you know it may take a few tries to get that success that you want or a hundred tries but failure is not final so just keep pushing nobody likes the person that never messes up and I put and I put never messes up in quotes because it's unrealistic. Like mm -hmm. your failures are what make you who you are. Everybody loves a good comeback story. Everybody loves when someone gets knocked down, gets back up, and does something crazy, like ex exceptional. And that's how you learn. If you're successful at everything, you're really not learning. Not a damn thing. All you're learning is I don't have to try. But that's exactly why people try. Like some people are naturally gifted to get things good, like 
or get things the first time. Like they might have that in their life. And then what happens? They get lazy because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's, I don't have to try. And then you fail. And then you're like, whoa, okay, I do have to try. Like there's your learning point right there. The best piece of advice that I have ever received was nothing is free. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people argue with me on this, and I argued with it when I first heard it. Because people give you free stuff, right? Or oh, they just give you your their, your time, their time, whatever. And it's like, no, there's always something on the back end. Like, you really think that when you sign up for something, I mean, how many times I've done it, I'm sure a million people have done it where you see something on Instagram and it's like, sign up for our newsletter and get a free, what do you still have to pay? The only thing that's free are samples at the grocery store or Costco or Sam's Club. Kind of. Yeah, those are free. Not really, because guess what happens after you eat those samples? (laughs) You go buy it. Not always. (laughs) But I I don't know. The nothing is free. Like the free t-shirt, like I you don't get free t-shirts like when you sign up and to do something those are included in your cross it, it, everybody does it like that's not how it works like free stuff everything comes at a cost giveaways you know what that cost you it didn't really cost you money per se but it cost you time and it, co- it, it you had to help that company in that giveaway by liking their post commenting on their post sharing their post doing this doing that it's mm-hmm. all everything nothing's free there's something behind everything last question that i am going to have you answer is what is one of your favorite smells um well since we're in the fall mood i knew it was coming <laughs> Got it's pretty good smell in the living room right now. Pumpkin pecan waffles. That's your favorite smell. If you had to smell that every single second for the rest of your life, you'd be okay. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. Or like the vanilla and like sandalwood. I do more. like sandalwood. Sandalwood yeah. is good. And that's my, my <laughs> soap and my uh shampoo smells. Um my favorite smell is like the bonfire smell mm-hmm. i don't like all right i, I kind of take this with a grain of salt because i don't like being covered in it because like the next morning after sitting by a bonfire you're like i just like you don't want to go to bed in those clothes because then mm-hmm. it's all like but i love like that smell of when you're out by the fire and shit like a, a fall evening like mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite just like smells i think that or even um this is such a dad thing Fresh cut grass. <laughs> the smell of fresh cut grass is amazing. All right, there is not not too many things better than the smell of a fresh cut yard. Speaking of, I need to mow. I'm doing it <laughs> uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, one of my favorite smells growing up, we had a clothesline outside. My mom would hang up like the comfort, like big bulky things up on them, and just smell the like laundry detergent. Yeah, you smelling it kind of in the breeze. There's, it's crazy how smells work, like how they trigger memories. Oh, absolutely! Like if you smelled fresh laundry when you were just walking down the street or something, you'd like probably automatically think of that. Mm -hmm. Like there's certain things that I think of when I smell a bonfire. There's certain things I think of 
all the time like with everything it just triggers your like your memory of like back to that point in time of when you like maybe not first smelled it but like maybe Mm -hmm. first really paid attention to it absolutely but that is a wrap on q a number 11 thank you sierra for doing this you're welcome i had to entice her she didn't want to do it i'm just kidding you didn't uh, fight this one i I don't think you've ever really fought any of them well, maybe you, the guest at the solo. Yeah, like, that's fair. About me. But. Yeah. But don't forget, the college NFL shirts are out there. I do have mine on order. Sorry. Um, I got my Ohio State one coming. So we'll be. Uh, probably looks like all of your other shirts. It just, shut up. <laughs> it does look like all of my other shirts, except it's Ohio State colors. All right. That's the point. That's different, though. Nobody else, not everybody has Roughnecks gear. So what's a better way to support the podcast than supporting your favorite team while you're at it? Tell me I'm wrong. That's a good point. That's why you should go over to roughneckspodcast.com and get you one of these shirts. And like I said, if you don't see your team there, just shoot me an email, info at roughneckspodcast.com or on Instagram at roughneckspodcast, and I will get it made. Give me a couple days, and I'll get it out there. But if you're not going to buy one, don't tell me your team because I'm not making it just because. I want to make it for people to buy. Don't forget, too, you can enter your questions for a prize starting next episode. So enter these questions. Like They can be anything and everything. They can be deep. They can be simple. It doesn't matter what it is. Me and Dante took a chicken and tiger question and turned it into a freaking like hour-long thing. And it gets asked all the time. So these questions can be funny. They can be serious. It does not matter. Send them to roughneckspodcasts at gmail.com or answer them on the Roughnecks Instagram stories from time to time. You will be entered into a prize. The prize will probably be giving giving something away, maybe like a koozie, some stickers, or maybe you'll get your own discount code that you can use for when you buy your college NFL shirt. But until Monday, I, and I hope you guys liked yesterday's episode. If you didn't go listen to yesterday's episode, the bonus episode, it's the three-year anniversary. As of yesterday, it was three years of the podcast, and mine and Sierra's year and a half. You don't sound too excited there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah, it has. It doesn't feel like a year and a half, but... Some days it does. But well, in, yeah. In general, not Some really. days it feels like we've been together for decades with how much sure I love you. you. Nope. I, I definitely do not. Nice try. Um, but yeah, three years of the podcast. Thank you, everyone who has supported us through these three years. Uh, thank you, Sierra, for letting me record in your home constantly and dealing with me constantly being in the basement editing. Oh, yeah, our home. One, yeah, whatever. It's yours. I just moved into it and made it ours. But until Monday, you guys know the deal. Life is hard and it's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let that bull of life walk all over you. Get up. Grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you got something out of today's episode, it could be anything at all, then be sure to share it with a friend. Spread it around. And then go leave a rating and a review to let us know how we did. 
If you want your questions answered on the next Q&A Friday, then email them over to roughneckspodcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at roughneckspodcast or Facebook. But until next time, grab a bull by the horns, roughnecks.